And to a point, it was like I felt like they needed to put that out there on us. I really felt like during Barack's uh, tenure in the office, they really wanted to make sure we knew our place. Because yeah, they, 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 they doubled that was, down. They doubled down. Trump got in office. I stopped seeing, I know it didn't stop happening, but I stopped seeing so many police murders on TV. I guess they felt like they didn't need to hold okay, us. Okay, so my thing is, and one of the things I picked up is that um, first and foremost, it's a normalcy to watch us get killed. By, in general. Black men. Mm -hmm. Black men, like, it's, it's, it shouldn't be as common as it is. Right. That's, that's one thing. Oh, shit. That's a problem mm -hmm. itself. Right? Yeah. Um, and anytime election time is about to happen, they turn up on that too. The yes. media turn up on that too. Yes. The media is very specific about what they show for political purposes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Recap all of this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My bad. What's your IG? Barrington, what's your IG? Um, Barrington for Atlanta. Yeah. Number four? My bad. No, no, four. F O R. Oh no, nah, man. By the way, man. Nah, like, he asked, he asked we can talk about we can talk about whatever, man. Like, like you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like I'm born and raised from here. I'm super okay. chill. Like I'm in Pentagon City, bro. But nah, but but we do want to use this, so you know we have we have a podcast that we do that's normally like hour and a half but we don't want to do that with you we want to kind of do it like a exclusive thing that we put outside that's what, from our podcast whatever y'all in the driver's seat bro I'm I'm so you the uh, riding. How, how you would do school with desi no desi younger than me okay desi yeah, wasn't desi 24 hours yeah desi desi he wasn't even in high school yet when i was in school okay yeah, yeah, yeah. we graduated Oh six. Oh six. Okay. So I grew up on the west you side. You are a child. You are. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little young. I was on yeah. tour in yeah. Oh no! No, I remember y'all used to watch the Comic View. That's crazy. <laughs> we were just watching this Comic View today. Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. So I grew up on the, so like I grew up on the west side. Um I was raised off of North Avenue Woodland. Behind me was Simpson Road. In front of me was Bankhead. Like legitimately like where Grove Park is, Grove Park, that whole area. Yeah. My whole family stayed down there. Like um I stayed on the corner of North Avenue um Woodland. My grandma stayed exactly 50 yards from me. My other grandma stayed 50 yards that way. Cousins stayed all around. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Then um, 2001, I moved to the east side. Went to okay. City Grove Middle. Side. Yeah, went to City Grove Middle. Played ball at City Grove High School. Um, played a year of college ball in Missouri. Uh, me and my coach got into it. Transferred to Georgia State. Rock up! <laughs> <laughs> Transferred to Georgia State. What every dude from Atlanta what college still be like? Me and my coach got it. Transferred. <laughs> Transferred to Georgia State, transferred to Clark Atlanta. Nah, bro, I feel like I got eight on for real, bro. I used to be in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning, bro. Come on, when you're Kobe shit. I'm a hard worker, bro. I used to be in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, he was beef because, like, bro, okay, I'm, I'm going to be Talk real. Talk to me. I play ball in college. I'm going to be, I'm so be real. I'm going to be real with Athletic. you. Primo right. play ball in church, too. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> oh, bro. Come on now. I, I, seen, I seen your picture. <laughs> <laughs> Had no team. Though. <laughs> that's, I see. That that's church Also, tell this nigga, no I am not voting for this. Hey, nigga. yo. <laughs> tell this nigga, no one in basketball wore number thirty <laughs> either. That was such a running. Yeah, back. yeah that's like. <laughs> who said I want multi-sport talent? No, no, bro. You nigga, that was a football jersey, is what you said. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, 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 can you dunk? Can you dunk? I just want to know, can you slap going too? Can you dunk though? Can you dunk? You talking about dunking, bro? Yeah, I ain't talking about dunking. Can you slap? All bird. Slap back. All bird. Bro, can you dunk? That's easy. I just did it. I was doing it. I was 15. No disrespect though. He you in, bro. <laughs> uh, I know. This is what happened. So, so um, you know, I went to school in Baltimore, Missouri, D two school, Southwest Baptist, Christian mm -hmm. school. Amen. And so, um, <laughs> so um, 
I was the only black freshman on the team. Every, all my other black teammates were upperclassmen. Right. Mind you, like they transferred, so like, bro, they they got in trouble, bro. They came from JUCO, bro. Yeah, they, they last they chance, they last chance so unit. Right. 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 So, so um, they was like, we about to go to we about to this club in Springfield, and I'm like, I bet, you know what I'm saying? You know, ain't tripping. Like, I'll go to the club with y'all. I'm from Atlanta, nigga. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been to the battle. We good. You know what I'm saying? So we good. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Whatever. Yeah. We good. We get back. We get back. That Sunday morning was supposed to be the first day of NCAA practice. It would be the first day. You know, everything was cool. Mm-hmm. One of my teammates ended up staying with a girl. Yeah, right? sir. So not only that, come to find out, that club that we went to, mm-hmm. my school, the football team got banned because they put a dude in ICU. They jumped him and put him in ICU, oh, right? Shit. So. Oh, them boys. Like, basically, we I did not know this. We was Boy, not freshman. supposed to go. I'm a freshman. I didn't yeah. know I'm from Atlanta. I'm thinking, oh, I'm, hang, I'm, I'm hanging with my black teammates. It is what it is. Right. Fam, we get back. My teammate didn't come back on time. And so, in the locker room, like the, it's like the board here, my locker is right by right by the coach. Yeah. He cussing everybody out. So he was like, Chang, he's like my Asian teammate. He's like, who, who was there with y'all? Oh, he did. He did me like that. Damn, coach, you son. You a fucking freshman? Why are you hanging out with seniors? I'm like, coach, they, they the only black people on the team. Right. <laughs> That's I can, can relate to. I was being a teammate. Bro, downhill. Everything went downhill from there. Damn. Before the first day of bro, practice. Before the first day of practice, bro, everything went downhill from there. You know Damn. what I'm saying? I, 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 I was trying to do the, the, the smart thing. Like we in the weight room. <laughs> it was like, B, uh, where Emmanuel at? I was like, oh, I, I, he, he, I think he sleep. I think he sleep. I, let me, I'll call him. He said, like, he was gonna. He said, like, yeah, just, just tell him because he a senior. He's like, just, just tell him. I said, yeah, and I was like, bro, man, man please get here, bro. Yeah. Right. Please get here. You've been a good teammate. I've done that. Absolutely. I've done that several but times. Guess, but I took the L for everybody. Oh, That's man. how you got to be, man. Fall for hip-hop, Winners. Baby. <laughs> hey, <laughs> fuck you, Chang. <laughs> hey, one of, my, one of my homeboys that got drunk the night before, a nigga named Taha from Jersey, and we had 7 a.m. practice, and it happened to snow like the day before in South Carolina, which was weird. It was a little like ice storm. My nigga fell asleep. Was like an hour and a half late to practice. I'm calling him. I'm calling him. Six forty-five. Call him. Like nigga, get here. He don't pick up. He an hour and a half late to practice. And the coach said, "Tom, why the fuck are you late for practice?" He said, "Coach, I slipped on some ice and knocked myself out." <laughs> <laughs> Well, you got to say what you can. Hand the guy. Hand the guy. Dawson from Jersey. That nigga oh, said, man, I slipped on some ice. Not myself. Not myself. All right. Hey, uh, if you don't mind, pull your microphone towards the end Quit of the table. Bam. There you All right. Go. Here we go. Come on. Let's run it. More than culture is the brand. <laughs> <laughs> this is that the podcast. That nigga queued you up, didn't he? He did, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know I'm in producer hey, mode. Hey, pull your mic to the front. Oh, come on, you ready? In three, two. In three, two. More than culture is the brand. This is the podcast. That nigga, he just wanted to do it. Yeah, I did. Like, he's just like, let me rewind. I'm going to make a joke so I can do it, too. Hey, hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> do it again. Get all this shit out. <laughs> More than culture is the brand. This is the podcast. Come on, the secret genius. Remo Rod. Tyler Chronicles. Ronnie Bird Jordan. Ronnie Bird Jordan. Hey man, this is a this is a super special, super special um, interview. I guess I we you know as we normally do, person that knows the person the longest right. does the intro. But we all just met this brother today. But you was talking to him the longest. Yes, yeah, yeah, y'all did have so, a power. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, y'all know QTN. Y'all know my yeah, folks. Shout out to Quarantine yeah, Television. Shout out to Quarantine. You know, I was on there talking about, uh, you know, voting for different people and saying how really the the, the vote for presidential office isn't as... I know I'm going to cut you off, but can I just say, rest in peace, George Floyd. 
Off top. Right now, Absolutely. off top. Off top. Rest in peace, uh, Ahmad Aubrey. 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 Yes, sir. Yeah, I said the names. Rihanna Taylor. Yeah, it's a lot. It's of, a list. Yeah, yeah. names. Yeah. It's a lot of names. You know, Tamir Rice. It's a bunch of names. You know, yeah. what I'm saying. Definitely, definitely. We, before we get into rest in peace, all of them, and 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 prayers up for their families as well, because right. you know they're going right. through a, a triple, quadruple uh, hurricane right now with right. the pandemic and maybe even you know civic unrest and right. their obviously death in their yeah. family, man. Sure. But um, uh, somebody from QTN, one of the members there was like, "Hey, I know a young black man that's running for Congress. Okay. And you know what I mean? That y'all should get him on your podcast." And I'm like, "Oh, that's perfect, for, especially for what we were talking about at the time." Right. Just so happened. Our, uh, I don't even know what to call Rod Rose. Let's go with producer for the day. Okay. Rod Rose <laughs> for the day. Our, our show producer um, was like, yeah, oh yeah, that's my chapter, bro. It's cool. Let's get him in. Um, also, the way that they pitched it to me is he's for the legalization of marijuana. So I'm like, bet. bet. Boom. 100,000%. percent one hundred thousand percent. my cousin. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen, exclusive More Than Culture interview with Mr. Barrington Martin. Y'all should Yes, sir. Before we get started, man, I just want to tell y'all how grateful I am and how much I appreciate y'all for allowing me on y'all platform, man. Like, like seriously, man, like, I really, really, really am thankful for that, man. Nah, so I sure. got to tell y'all that before That's we even up, get started. Man. For sure. You know for sure. Appreciate you coming out, so bro. Really love. So to kick it off, man, um, a lot of people that watch this show, that you know, that they're into politics, right. but... All right, let's let's keep it real. Most black people are into politics because of Barack Obama. Absolutely. That's when you started learning about politics. That's when you started learning about oh, there's a Congress, and you know what I'm saying. Like you learned in school or whatever. You learned about the branches. You probably forgot. I'm about to say I knew that in school before. Yeah, Obama. you knew that in school, but did you remember? I ain't gonna put you on the spot. Yeah, I but, did, nigga. What's no, the branch? You're not gonna nigga, do it's that. an electoral college that right, puts so look, anybody. So, 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 what's the three branches of government? Nah. We, okay. Uh, nah, uh, see, <laughs> see, no. Yeah, because that was that executive. Was You're not gonna come that here, man. Question. He asked nigga executive. Okay. Okay. Fucking talking about uh, uh, legislature, okay. le legislative, ding. Okay. ding, 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 and goddamn Democratic Party, because that's all the <laughs> no, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, uh, and um, um, it's always one that's difficult. You're, you, you there? You're Esthetician. There. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> judicial. There you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. I play basketball, nigga. So jeans. It's okay. Either way, but. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta keep me myself. <laughs> so for everybody that's listening that's not as smart as Remo, thank you. Can you let them know what I guess the uh, the responsibilities of mm. a congressman mm. actually entail? Oh, it's the legislative, legislative body of our government, and basically, um, I will be making the laws. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Can I give you background on why I chose to run? Give us whatever you need to, bro. All right, so um, all from my working career, I was a paralegal. I'm currently a special needs educator at oh, McNair Discovery Learning Amazing. Academy, uh, fifth okay. grade. Nice. Um, so I've been a paralegal all my life, and then essentially I thought I was gonna be a lawyer, and then I was like, nah. What kind of law were you in? Um, corporate. Okay. Corporate. And so, um, you know, making good money, but that nine to five lifestyle wasn't for me. And then mm -hmm. on top of that, I feel like I wasn't making a difference. Yeah. So then um, I decided to go to a grad school, in which I'm in grad school right now, but I took a break and run for Congress um, to get my master's in African American studies. Mm -hmm. Okay. At so Georgia State? At Georgia State. Shout out to, to uh, I can yell you, Omoji, taking any of his classes yet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dr. Omoji is one of my guys. One of my mentors, yeah. Oh, nice. yeah. You went to state, right? I did. What did you, you got your master's? No, it's just just a little bachelor's. He got a deep voice from state. I know you went right. to Clark. Too. <laughs> no, you got a I did. You got a I didn't. I did not graduate from Clark. Though. Yeah. Okay. I was just I was just up through there. He got his pull up degree. Hey. Clark. Yeah. And then got he got his up through that degree. I got my up. I got my up through that 
Cooper. I got a master's in up through there. Hey, I went to Clark up through there too, boy. Hey, you said it niggas pulled up. Dude, there. I'm looking there. Not even there. Oh man, y'all let the brothers. Sorry. No, 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 y'all good. And so then um. <laughs> All right, we and so then I figured out I was like yo so I probably want to um, be a professor and then I was like uh, that's cool I do want to teach and that's what I'm teaching now but I was like it's something missing because I, I always loved the law and I always right. loved that the law is something that every black man should know mm. and so then one day um, um, Trump got elected and all these things started happening and I was like it was summertime last year and I was like you know what I'm gonna run for Congress. Mm. And then I was like, oh, I'm definitely gonna run for Congress. <laughs> right. I can do this. And so then that's when my journey started, and here we are. That's amazing, bro. Dope, dope, dope. That's what's up, bro. So with, I, <laughs> so with the, like, with everything that's going on, I had a personal question. It's like, with, <laughs> so we trying to be professional, right, bro, fam? Be all hey, no, 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 questions, right? <laughs> And I sent them to everybody, and I was like, and normally I'm in charge of segways. So when I was quiet, that's why I got so quiet. Now you look to the left. Let me try. You look to the left. I was like, let me have my notes so Tyler won't think I'm not on task. I was saying these are samples of stuff that made you on your mind for questions, guys. Oh my God. That's hilarious. Hold on, but let me ask this for real, for real, though, because. It's pertinent to what's going on, especially Absolutely. being in Atlanta. Um, civic unrest is what I want to call it. I don't right. want to call it rioting and looting. Um, so a lot of people are saying, you know, what good can it do? What good can it do? One of my things that I say what good can it do is uh, peaceful protests rarely make the news, rarely get tweeted about. Um, when you have violent protests, there's things that end up... Uh, well, first of all, the police uh, agitated it, and I say started Inside it. The but, Whatever, however you want to play with it. Either way, you don't get uh, Killer Mike and T.I. don't get a platform to talk to millions of people in the middle of the night without that civic unrest. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So now that the civic unrest happens and we have their attention, mm -hmm. what do we say, what do we do now that we get the attention? I think that's, what, that's the missing link between when things like this happen over the course of time, that when we get the attention you know, without a Dr. King or without a Malcolm X, what, what happens? What do we need to say? What are our demands? If you know what I'm saying, like yeah. we hold Moss, what are our demands? Okay, so right. let's let's rewind first because right, I think this is very important to say. Okay. Um, first of all, our people, black people, and I would even go as far as saying poor people have been preyed upon by this system since the beginning of the inception of this nation, right? Right. right. Not to mention, there's so much trauma within our spirits, and it's been generational. So when we mm -hmm. get to a to a time like this, when an event like this occurs, we don't know how to react, you know, because it's so pent up. Yeah. So essentially, on one end, I'm like, you know, the, the roosters came home to, to nest, you know what I'm saying? But on the other end, you don't destroy your own home, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's the only like, beef I have with that. But not to mention, I, I said this today on my, all my social medias. I don't want any black people protesting, protesting anymore. Like starting tonight, no more protesting. I want us to stay home. The reason I say this is because it's not us with the violence. But it's not us doing the yeah. destruction so at then, all. Right. It's skateboarders hit, using skateboards to break windows. Why would we? Popeye's burned down, bro. California. Right. We don't do that. At the, at the Patagonia store. 
sure people in masks run out with, with, with surfboards. Yeah. Nobody want shit from Patagonia. <laughs> Ain't can't nobody in here surf. If you can surf, get out. My Anybody biggest... who wear Patagonia don't get fucked with by the police. <laughs> right. like a... My biggest thing is they Chico. fucked up the, uh, 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 the store. With the African American. The Civil Rights Museum. Who the f- Why no, that's would not we us. go down there? No, that's so, not. So us. you got to think about it. So, Skipping um, rocks at the President Civil Rights Trump, Museum. That's crazy. President Trump um, said classify Antifa as a terrorist organization. Mind you, Antifa means anti-fascist. Mm-hmm. Mind you, KKK is still not classified as a terrorist organization. That's crazy. So think about this. Think, so just, just, just paint the picture for me. So you labeled a group that's really been on the side with the real protesters, with, like, which are us. Mm-hmm. You have a group that's been protecting us, been, you know, been standing alongside of us or whatever. And you, as the government leader, as the, the, whole, the, the leader of our entire body of government, tell the nation that they are, are, are a, um, a terrorist, a domestic terrorist organization. So mainly what happens, what's going to happen um, from here on out, I feel like, is that when the police, the police are militarized and it shouldn't even be like that. Right. If we are out there, you know, while still protesting, while, you know, this these militarized police are out there, mm-hmm. we're gonna be public enemy number one. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna take the brunt of the damages. And this yes. is why I feel like it's important for our people um, to stay home so you know we can they can be safe. I can agree with that. But in the meantime, right now it's the best time for us to to get to come together. And I know we hear come together all the time, anytime a, a tragedy happens. But when I say come together, we have to possess empathy and compassion for each other more so than we've ever had in life. And the reason I say this is because in black neighborhoods, it's so easy, especially in high crime black neighborhoods, it's so easy to know that your neighbor is getting their house broken into, but you're like, oh, I'm good. You know, yeah, it's not my, my house. house. Yeah, for right. sure. We got to change up the whole dichotomy of our culture and our mindset. Right. And so um, another message that I, I, I try to beat in people's brains is that there's no amount of policy or legislation that can be enacted that's going to give us the change that we need. Because case in point, the Civil Rights Act, we, we got that. Now we can be free, but we still getting killed by cops. Mm, the right. Voting Rights Act, voting rights suppression is still a thing right. in 2020. So this is why we got to organize, we got to galvanize everybody, and we got to start holding our government officials accountable. But before we do that, we got to hold each other accountable. Like, I care about y'all. I this is my first time meeting y'all, but right. I care about y'all. I don't want nothing bad to happen to y'all. If I was driving along the street, like, like dead serious, if I was driving along the street and I saw y'all was like having problems with the cops, I'm going to stop, you know what I'm saying, because it's too many times, there's been too many situations where this happens in our culture now. Right. Right. Yeah. George Floyd. Right. Get them off me. Stop yeah. fucking filming. You know what I'm saying? Filming murders. So I think it's, I think it's important um, to hold um, our government officials accountable. And the reason I say this, George Floyd didn't have to die. It was a bill called HR 4408, and it was um, um, created... Uh, after Eric Garner had died, had passed away, and it was basically supposed to um, deal with uh, excessive force. Mm. Nothing happened to it. Only maybe like 13 people signed that. Mm. So when you know about things like that, and this is you know, this is what I mean by you got to hold up, we got to hold ourselves accountable. We have to do our due diligence in regards to legislation that's getting passed in the House. You know what I'm What's saying? What's due diligence though? For I mean, that's what I was going to ask. Well, not what it actually means, but like what would be our due diligence? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was not asking for the definition, but oh, no one asked. What's, what's that? <laughs> oh, no, 
nigga, we us. Uh, what you say, like, in, in your opinion? What, what, okay, what so, is our due diligence? Okay, so for example, um, <laughs> you, my 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 idea would be so you take a problem that's going on in your community, right? Mm -hmm. Or let's say it's not even in the community. Let's say it's in the city. So this, this is a big deal, right? Or in your district, the most the most immediate <laughs> thing you need to do is go on a congressional website, congress.gov, and see what bills are either being passed or what bills are being discussed mm -hmm. to combat this. And oftentimes, if you put the pressure on your elected official, they have to give you some answers. And if they don't give you some answers, you know how you, you get them back? Oh, don't vote for them. Vote for them right. So I think like the most immediate thing that we can do, we got the primary June 9th and we got election in November. Yeah, yeah. This is this is how we you know extend our voice. But like I said, before we do that, we have to be accountable for each other and each other's lives. From here on out, I feel like the police need to be policed. If you driving on the street or if you just witness something, don't just drive past because at the end of the day, America has taught us that black lives have not had any value. So who has to assess the value on black lives? We do because we are black people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we like, it's just, it's just about like understanding that all the killing, all the stealing, all the robbing, when the world is already against you, when the world has already shown you how they feel about you, why do you still have to have some type of animosity towards your brother or your sister? Mm -hmm. That makes that's asinine. That makes no sense. Like you, know you said, saying? though, it's genetic, though. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So at some so at some point in time, at some point in time, that that those chains have to break. Those mental chains, the spiritual chains, you. have to break. You said something very important um, today on your on your live stream, mm -hmm. and. The biggest point I wanted to make with, with saying that is the median age for, for Congress is 65 years old. Senate is even higher. Mm -hmm. The median age for exactly. America is like 35. 35 yeah. Look, like the people who are in charge of us were probably like with their parents watching people get hung. Yeah, come on. And being cool with it. Like, oh, That's whatever. Sick. So now, so now they're making the rules for us. And so that goes on to this too. How, how dare us feel like our oppressor is gonna make anything better for us. Right. If I go in your house and steal something from you, if I take your house from you and you, hey man, can I can I just get this man. back? What do you think I'm gonna say to you? Hell no. Yeah. No, that's just what I do. I take stuff. So at what point in time do you have to realize that? Say this nigga, that ain't yours. <laughs> <laughs> no this is mine, nigga. What is you talking about? Facts. What bike? <laughs> that's my bike, nigga. Facts. So so essentially, um, it's 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 really. Like it doesn't make sense to continue to try to change people that aren't going to change. Yeah, like right, we're talking about that like, ra like racism is a mental illness. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. it, it it does not it has make no sense. It does not make sense. Mm -hmm. It does, it's that, not logical. That, that might be so, how they get it. That's what that's I was saying that too. Illness. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. That you don't have a you can't have a real reason to hate no, someone that you don't know. There's no real reason no, to do that. So, in order to so you have an opinion about something. In order for me to change your mind, learn in debate class, I gotta attack your reasoning. Facts. Now, if I can attack your reasoning and change that. I make a win argument. If a person don't have a reason for hating you, you'll never be able to change that because you can't attack the reasoning. So we're trying to get people to reason with us that don't see us as human beings. Right. So once again, so you got to think about it. Um, again, we went through we went through slavery, right? Mm -hmm. Went through Alan Bellum days. Then we went to the civil rights movement. Mm -hmm. Thing not like we we got so many liberties and freedoms that we never had before, right? But yet and still, the same things are to continue to occur. And yet and still, we're like, hey guys, you don't have to do this. Please stop. They're not gonna stop. So what's the next best thing to do, Bruh, We gotta get together. Mm -hmm. Like we, we can't. Like I can't be fighting you no more over petty stuff. Right. And this is this is what I said on Tyler's live as far as getting together, um, because this this. <clears throat> 
this system is working as it's designed to. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like there, there are no flaws in the system. That's not at all. Like so, we're we're approaching it as if we're going to correct a flaw in the system, That's and they're looking at us like. My nigga, this it's ain't no flaw. <laughs> yeah, it's just a, this system that is flawed. well oiled. Right. It's, 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 it's working as it was intended to work. Like <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? If we can, if we continue to approach it as like let's like we gotta fix this, we gotta fix this, we gotta fix this when it's not broken. What I think that we need to do as black people is separate ourselves within this system. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Target. Areas a targeting area of the country, like it's the southeast, and let's have a mass exodus of black people to to make it their focus and their goal to move as many black people to this area as we can. Let's take over Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, South Carolina. Uh, let's let's take over the southeast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And, and every elected let's, official. Let's is have us. let's have all the black money move to these areas mm-hmm. right. let's buy up this land let's become Put all 32 the NBA teams in them states let's let's Boy. become let's become the, the dominant um the 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 majority of the population throughout these regions so that we control local offices we control congressional offices we get if it's eight states or however many states, we get those two senators per states that we know that we control and then that region becomes different you know what i'm saying like we control the law making within that region we control who's getting voted in we're voting in judges we're voting in da's and then we start to see a difference in the region that we control. If we keep trying to attack this system the way that we are that we are, which is which is segmented, which is everybody's attacking from different areas of the country, this shit is going to continue yeah. the way it is. You because that's it, you gotta build it. That's how they built it that's to work like that. You know what I'm saying? So if 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 we have if if we want an opportunity to control our fate within the system that has been created to control us and right. to keep us in a certain at a certain tier, then we have to you reconstruct it. You know what I'm saying? You read Marcus Garvey? I'm familiar. Marcus Garvey yeah. wants to do something like yeah. that. So that so I, I feel you on that. Um yeah, that that that's a possible solution. The thing is, like I don't never I'm never pessimistic about anything because I feel like anything can work. Just like how a lot of my policies, a lot of people like to hit me over the head, like, oh, how are we gonna pay for this? Well, the the Fed was giving out a trillion dollars to our government every day. Um while the, the beginning of this pandemic, like this, they were just printing the money, like it's not and nothing. Just like so, for the, the wars. Yeah, printing, printing money for the yeah. every war that we need it's to have to be. A solution. You know what I'm saying? Always is, always cap. <laughs> the national debt is cap. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so like, um, like it's always a way to do something. But I just think that um, we have to we have to organize, we have to galvanize, but we have to change the entire mindset of how we deal with each other as in a community. Right. But, but also, but just not just with, within us. And this is why um, I feel like this is how Trump won because his campaign manager was a genius because he understood that no your your votes weren't coming from the city because the city. It's too diverse. Your mm-hmm. votes are going to come from from everywhere Ooh, outside yeah. the world. Oh, yeah. That's how you got the electoral college. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm saying. Like we as a people got to Well, we have to be smart. We have to start working smart. It, it's a reason they killed all our leaders in the '60s. Yes, it's a reason they smart. did that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a reason that they, they put that they put their thumb over us. Now 
we're embarking on a political revolution, excuse me, renaissance. Mm -hmm. I like to say renaissance more so than revolution because when we think revolution is violence, mm -hmm. and I don't want to promote violence, but at the same time, I'm not docile either. I'm, I'm about protecting mine. Mm -hmm. I'm about, you know, fighting back if, if need be. But if we don't, if we can move forward without causing violence, I'm all for it because right. that's how it should be. Um, I lost my train of thought. Nah, it's all good, bro. We got questions. With the, yeah, with the. What the fuck? What you were saying about the leaders and how they, you know how they take take away our leaders. It's also been weird to me a little bit that you know some of the, some of these uh, people that have been murdered by the police when you know some you find out their social media you start looking at it, you kind of see that they were an activist before this happened like your Sandra Brent Blands and now they're showing uh you know George Floyd you know not so much an activist but you used to just get on there and be like man y'all gotta stop doing it stop all this killing you know what I'm saying yeah. and you see that through yeah. a lot of people so it's like hold on this almost seems assassination like right. you know what they, you know what they do too Anytime um, someone black gets killed by the police or just murdered in general, the, just next time, well, I hope this is not next time, but oh, we can stop it. We can stop mm -hmm. it now. But anytime someone dies or gets murdered, Google their name and then um, write arrest record or, or type arrest record, type um, mugshot. Uh, mm -hmm. Because the media wants to demonize us in the same breath. Yeah. Because they assassinate why, your character. Yeah. They want to assassinate mm -hmm. your character because they have to, it's, it's all for ratings, but at yeah. the same time, yeah. like. People, oh, they love that picture of Trayvon with his middle finger. Up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous, man. That's ridiculous. They love to put that picture up, like, look at him, gold teeth, middle fingers. Like, wait, he's a child. Yeah, man. So this is what I'm saying. Like, this is why we got to hold each other accountable in every facet of the way, including our entertainers as well. Yeah. A lot of people don't like, like, and Malcolm X said this a long time ago, and he was he was sure about this. We're the only people that allow our entertainers to speak for us on a political basis, even without any type of knowledge or any type of work in the community. Right. No, no, no whites do that. No Asians do that. No, no Hispanics man, do that. No right. one does that but we do that we gotta stop doing that you know what i'm saying yes because all the time oh we had no money we get no money but when they when we need their platform for them right. to step up where they at silence don right. lemon went in on everybody, on everybody. You, know, you know what i'm saying yeah like, where y'all at y'all need to help these kids you know what i'm saying they're worried about their brand they are worried that's about what's brand. happening absolutely that's worried what's about happening. That, that paper then on top their handles are probably like they're not saying that yeah yeah because we got some doing? white money waiting for you yeah you doing? yeah and you um <clears throat> you was talking about the media um, and I just wanted to, uh, again, reiterate that, like, one of the focuses of the media since its inception, like, since since the printing press was invented, Control. since newspapers have been circulated in America, um, has been, like, the, the myth, the mythalization, um, that's probably not the correct uh, form not, of that it's word. It's not, so don't worry about it. Of the black man, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the the, the yeah. criminalization oh, yeah. of the black man, like all the way back to the the 1906 riots in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. There was Absolutely. race riots race in 1906, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Were started by the what was then the Atlanta Constitution, the newspaper. Mm -hmm. They printed this article um, about I forget, and I, I don't I don't want to be historically historically inaccurate, but they That's America, they, um, they printed <laughs> an article that was about the um, some crime that had happened. Okay, and on the cover of the newspaper was a caricature of a black man, like big lips, 
burly, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like this was the person that committed this crime and mm -hmm. they plastered it all over town. And then these mobs started to form of these people looking for this man. And they, they went through all the black neighborhoods and fucked shit up and burned it up. And it, and it started a race riot mm -hmm. in, in the city. And it was because of this the propagandist yeah. article that Absolutely. the Atlanta Journal, or the Atlanta Constitution had run. Mm -hmm. And so the media has been doing that forever. Well, you know what I'm saying? Now, when you see the that's what, come out of the that's what they store do. with something, it's like, that's I'm not clear do. what she's doing. Is she working she there? Wearing? Like, yeah. these clothes. I just got six bags. Right. And you had no top on it. It's unclear. Bitch, you ain't put no top on the cake. Did you see the white woman spraying BLM and the cops just looking at her like, go ahead. On the building? Yeah. So I ran into that. They said she owned the building. But this is what killed me though. Uh, so, yeah, insurance, for insurance. So, so, this is what killed, what killed me though. So imagine the cops looking at that and somebody who looks like us goes over there and do it and they would've got banged up. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So Perfect. that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's, it's something more sinister that's going on with all of it these is. riots. It and, is. Um, it like is. It's, it's not being um, stated. I watched the governor of Minnesota um, mm -hmm. speak yesterday and he was talking about how they found out. And even here, our police chief said that a lot of people that got arrested were from Chicago. Wow. And, uh, Governor of Minnesota stated that a lot of these white nationalists, white supremacist groups are getting together and even joining up with, um, you know, black supremacist groups and saying, hey, we're going to cause trouble because Damn. what's going to happen is you're going to create a, you're trying to create a lawless, a lawless um, aura, mm -hmm. which would then mm -hmm. turn into martial law. That, right. You don't want that, you know right. what I'm saying? No. Right. So, that, yeah, that's definitely. They want to technology war, is out and you can, the far, people, the black alt -right people are like, yo, that's not us. Like, yeah. we're right. seeing that's it. Yeah. I saw one, they showed a guy, they zoomed in on his pocket, you see the cuffs in his back pocket, you can see Earpiece, yeah, I saw that. Vest, yeah, yeah. But like everybody got a phone now, so it's like we are. I like think you. it's dope. a lot of undercovers in New York that were wearing yeah, like man. white arm like, bands, and they kept they kept showing that. It was like you see somebody with a white armband on, they probably undercover, but they was the same people, you know, knocking. Like that's why yeah. I want us to to pay attention to history, man, because none of these tactics are new. None of them, right? You know what I'm saying? None like of, none of these, none of these tactics are new. Man. These are the same yeah. things that they did to disrupt the movement in the '60s. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think like, like Ronnie was saying then the more the more you see it i i think this is the first time in at least our lifetime that it seems like seems like people outside of uh black and brown community are legit fed up with how police treat people in general yeah, no that it's not yeah. the first time you no, know what i'm saying not. but that's that's what i happened. think it mostly us that huh? be mad i don't think nobody no i'm saying right? like, so, like that's that's that is how the Civil Rights Act of 1968 got passed right, right. because they started showing people what getting hosed and people getting dogs so put on. There's three types of white people in my, in my idea. White people that like black people, white people that hate black people, and white people that don't care either way about black people. Whatever, whatever happened. Die, whatever. I think all this stuff that they've been seeing has bought the people that didn't care about us no matter what happened onto our side. Absolutely, because it's the right. thing. It's the thing. Um, like for so long, the, the the coronavirus itself has the pandemic. Excuse me, mm -hmm. has totally re removed the veil um, from from our country. And what I mean yeah. by that is, it shows us the truth about this nation. So Thanks. now everybody else is getting a chance to understand what we've been feeling like. Yeah, since forever. welcome to the struggle, yeah, nigga. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, so that's <laughs> why like you can't do that. You gotta do this. So that's why. I realized real. I realized this a long time ago that you know it's not just a racist problem in the country; it's a classist problem. Like For sure. the system oh, preys on poor people, period. and it just so happens that based on the numbers alone, who are the poor people? Us. Correct. Case in point: um, Atlanta is a 60% black district, right? 30%, almost 30% is in poverty. 
Mm. Most of that 30% is us. But yet the median income here is like $52,000, $53,000. Who's making that money? A lot of people, I, a lot of people ain't making their money like that. Yeah. A lot of black people ain't say that. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, divi yeah. the divide in Atlanta is is is, yeah. is like greater than most places. Most places, probably yeah. anywhere in the yeah. country. Absolutely, especially top ten markets. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So like you know, like that's why it's interesting that a lot of people think about um, Atlanta as you know like a black mecca and as far as aesthetic mm -hmm. it is but when you look at the numbers when you look at the poverty and things of that nature yeah you're like oh man what's going on there? just drive all the way through Cap, georgia huh just, yeah. just start from yeah. south carolina drive all the way through what's georgia the street? and keep looking inside of the cars uh -huh. you'll see the it's, a, it's a few streets where you can start and be it's in one every street space. like there there is a um and then continuing you know the it may not be a book it may be a documentary so. another vibe but it talks about how the, the two Atlantas, you know what I'm saying? And it, it's so, it's so intentional that there's a, there's a, a dividing line in the city. Yeah. It's Ponce Leon. Yeah. On one side, That's one big. side is, one side is the black side, one side is the white side. At Ponce, streets names change. Right. Because they don't, white people didn't want to live on the same street as black mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Like we'll live on the, on the same physical street, but we can't have the same address. Right. right. So like you'll see that, um, Moreland changed to Briarcliff. Yeah. Boulevard changed to Monroe. Mm -hmm. Like all of these major streets, at, as soon as they hit Ponds, yeah. they become another, another street because, and I'm it's even, even um, yeah. it, it wasn't just black people, it's Jewish people as I well. I used to be like, yo, why is this happening? Like there are <laughs> right. Jew, Jewish streets like in that same little area yeah, that was like, that, and as soon as they hit Ponds, they, the name changes. Right. Absolutely. Wow, damn, that's, that's, that's a bar. That I did not know bar. that. So. Um, I want I do want to get into your platform in a minute, but okay. kind of staying on this um, this subject. So you know everybody's kind of good at throwing out possible solutions. Um, I feel like I got somebody sitting in front of me that could maybe help um, answer one of the solutions that I have, or maybe help me kind Let's of go back and work the it around. Solutions. So yeah, so here's one of the solutions I have. The main thing that people are upset at somebody posted uh, the other day that said four arrests could have stopped thousands of arrests. You know what I'm saying? If you had arrested those four police officers, there wouldn't have been no civil unrest. Everybody had been like, "All right, that's what's supposed to happen." Okay. So um, you you have you have um, you have that happen. I'm trying to say this. I think people are. Well, I don't think. I know people are really upset because these police officers are murdering people. It's on tape. You have clear evidence, and then they're walking. Okay. That's the main thing. I'm, the reason they're walking is because they are being prosecuted by the same people that have to help that same police department. Uh, he might have to help that actual officer. Uh, on a case and if he prosecutes this officer to the fullest extent he gets life in jail you think any of the other officers are going to help them I don't think so Absolutely. I don't think so right. so my, my question is can there be somewhere because I feel like all these are capital murders all types I mean not capital murders these are all offenses that can be taken to the Supreme Court if a police kills somebody a police officer kills somebody is there could there be a team of special prosecutors that have nothing to do with working in these people's states or any of that, and they can really, really prosecute and get these people put in jail, and that would stop it. If a couple of cop, a couple of dirty racist cops see a few cops do life in gin pop, I believe they'll stop. Absolutely, but I think ultimately we have to have a reform on all levels. What you, the problem right. you describe is. Um, is think about think about it as like a like a like a parasitic arm of a of a big of a huge parasite mm -hmm. of like an octopus or something. Got right? it. So, in 05, the Supreme Court ruled that it was constitutional that the police are not obligated to protect you. 
the Supreme Court, and this is 05. A lot of people don't know this. I did not so, know. So think about it, so, so once again, it's not just a problem with the police, it's a problem with the whole system. Period. You know what I'm saying? That's, what, that's, this is why, that's what I was gonna say. This is why I feel like it's important for, I, I think it needs to be mandatory for police to wear body cameras. Yeah. Um, I but think they be that, getting away with it on body cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, they, yeah, have yeah. Body cameras. they cut Absolutely. them off. Yeah. Appreciate it, boss. I think it's important for, um, I personally feel like that police should not be policing areas they're not from. Because Facts. I feel that, Facts. because I feel like if, if you, when you put the badge, let's say you, you lay your head down and you're at home and this is a neighborhood that you police. When you put that badge on and you do something, mm-hmm. your, your community, when you take the badge off, they're going to come see they about you. Come see yeah. about That's very you. important. Yeah. But I also feel like there needs to be a federal arm of the government um, you know that is like strictly for handling um, police issues. Period. That's, That's the only turn on affairs yeah. for that. Yeah, strictly handling police issues because what we're seeing is that on a big scale, on a, on a macro scale, the police is not meant for us. And I just tell you why in 05, but on like just from the just looking at it aesthetically alone, police is not for us. They're meant to protect the people with the money. Well, the concept of police came, came yeah. Police it, yeah. police were, like invented they, they to were invented to talk to about keep it. Motherfucking right. black people. Period. Just like anybody, everybody, everybody responds to punishment. Everybody, like that's the I don't know what it is, Pavlov, whatever the fuck it is. But everybody responds to punishment. I'm just trying to say, if police only really he, he's on that guy's neck for two minutes and he thinks to himself, this could get me life in jail. You think he don't get up? No, I'm saying if he like oh, no. two minutes in, okay, he thinks to himself. Damn, I just seen five cops go to jail for murdering a black guy. Let me get up. You don't think that going across his mind? He might, he might even put his put his knee on his neck at all. To have that, you That's know what, what I'm saying? saying? So that we gotta we gotta find it. What? So you say we need to have our own legislative arm. Is there a way to do that? I mean, how how do you how do you even get that done? You have to demand it. You have to demand it. Like mm-hmm. it's like the reason these things continue to happen, the things that these things won't change, is because we don't speak up about it. And that goes mm-hmm. back to me saying we gotta keep our elected officials accountable. Yeah. If we were like if we were just like you know storming mad and say hey um congressman mm. mayor like what's up like we need we need this and we yeah. need it now because everybody every other community do it you we know, don't do it so i've been saying what i just said on live a lot and yeah. um because i'm like yo we got to give solutions so i do that and somebody actually just sent me a video of governor como in new york basically saying the same the exact thing i said he was Absolutely. like we got to punish these cops and how you expect cops to get punished by somebody that they work with every single Absolutely. day and they need to be severe yeah. because what i learned about punishment through my doing like philosophy Punishments don't keep. Punishment is not to harm the person that did the punishment. It's supposed to keep youth and us from Come wanting on. to do it. Yeah, right? oh, that's, that's like that's if you if you black if anybody black that grew up with other brothers and sisters, you already know, bro. Don't do that because we all gonna get a whooping. Facts. <laughs> don't you? Or cousins. Don't even matter. Like Facts. if your cousin did something, every kid every, in the house getting a whooping. Everybody getting in trouble. And so so same, you look that, out. That same mm-hmm. mythology needs to be applied, you know, to the, the authorities and things mm-hmm. of that nature. For sure. For well, sure. my mom was a cop, so I kind of she kind of was like. She debriefed us every time we went to like, just like, this is what you do, this is what you don't do. Absolutely. Don't give up no extra information. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, like most like times, I got pulled over so much, I was calling my mom when I got pulled over, just leaving the phone right there. This Absolutely. Is, yeah. So it's like, uh, we're kind of. Do we have a hotline or, or something yeah, like that where, where you could like if you feel like if you pulling up if you, if you got pulled over mm-hmm. and just lay the phone there or you you're getting like representation like all right he's asked he's going to ask you A B and C Bro, stay would, calm boop to I wouldn't mind an app I wouldn't mind an app with a, a police pull over app and you sit in yeah. your car behind me and we talk about it through our phones 
And if I got a warrant or something, you hit me up and say, hey, yo, don't run. I'm about to come get you because you got a warrant. <laughs> yo, yo, I'll be like, all right, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. Follow you. you better do my update. <laughs> but like, it, it, to, I think there definitely should be something in place to actually, for both sides, to, to lessen the contact, especially on uh, uh, pullovers, because that's where most of these things are happening, to lessen the contact between the police and people because I'm sure some cops, especially good cops, would rather not pull up on somebody with win with uh, tenant windows at night, not knowing what's gonna happen when that window rolled down. I'm sure yeah. they will be like, Yeah, I'm cool yeah. with not doing but that. I, the way the way we get questioned before we get, you know, the discernment that the white person gets the where you headed is crazy. The where you headed is like none oh of your fucking God. business. I should be able to say that. But like I've been on the road so much that shit is it's crazy. like I, like I said, right. I stopped counting a hundred times getting pulled over no fucking We got tickets. pulled over together nine times on the road yeah, together in three years. Been no here three years. I've been on the road 17 years. So mm-hmm. this doesn't matter. I'm just curious. What kind of car you have? Uh, when I was Reynolds. doing it, I had a van. I had a, a, a GMC Savannah. Oh, we so we we get we rent right white cars, Pacificas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. They be like, "Do you want a charger?" Fuck no, ma'am. Yeah. Don't give oh, me no I learned, charger. I learned, look, I learned my lesson. One year, I had a, a Tahoe. I had a uh, this is like 05. I had a old. Two or three Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Robin Big was out. Remember that shit? That was, so I packed that was my jump. whole Tahoe out. It looked like yeah. a police truck. I had the white, white boy tires, all this shit. So I was getting pulled over so much in that motherfucker. Because they were just wanting to see in there. My my cousin, obviously <laughs> black, uh, was married to a California Highway Patrolman who's white. And he used to tell us, hey, look, don't get no chargers. Yep. Don't get that Magnum. Crown Vic. And, and don't hit the old police cars. That oh, that's my mom when we yeah. got shot for cars when I was younger trying to buy yeah. my own car. On the, you're not getting no Caprice. Yeah, on the West Coast, we don't really rock with crap, <laughs> things like that, so he didn't bring that up. But he was just right. saying that to say, like, they have us on alert, kind of on some profiling shit yeah, for those cars, yeah. let alone who's yeah. in. Like, right. they have us on profiling shit for those cars, so that's don't get that. That's my first time ride with Ain't nobody wearing no goddamn hats in their mother. Right, put your hat on your lap. Shawty be like, take your goddamn Yeah, don't even, don't look black in my car, it's real. That is crazy. See, cr- see, don't be thing. yourself don't in the vehicle. You, you can't be comfortable in your own skin. In your car. No, so you can't in your car. So my, note on it. My um, <laughs> my father is a, is a criminal defense attorney. Dope. It has been for pro- almost forty years now. Okay. Since before I was well, shit, almost forty two years now. Since okay. before I was born. And so like coming up, we got just the bare bones of like okay so <laughs> it came out in the in the case in Gwinnett County that there's a document circulating this telling them what kind of cars to pull over wow. it's like old cars if it's if there's uh, more than one person in the back seat mm. um and it was a, it was a everything long, niggas do with their cars. <laughs> if you see any, if you see a cutlass in the grass, yeah, it was a, it was and it was a whole it was a whole list of things of ways to identify um, black black cars without saying black like, cars, a, yeah. black, a, a car that's driven by a black man. Oh yeah, that's a, that's white t-shirt and jeans. And so like every every time from I mean probably from the time I was. Nine, ten years old. Like any time I had friends over, like any time it was more than two, more than me and my brother in the house. Like my father would be like, "All right, all y'all come in here, sit down." Hell yeah. It's like I wouldn't. Like I'm talking about to the point where we used to we used to hoop at my house in college mm-hmm. on Sundays. Everybody would pull up, 
And every Sunday, like, oh, you ain't been out here before? Come here, let me Half talk time. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and he would say, like, I just want, like, y'all young black men, I want y'all to know you have a target on your back. Like, these police are trying to put you in jail. It's a game to them. Yeah. Um, and if, if, if you don't know how to play the game, you will be in jail. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so it's... That, it's man. Father's super dope yeah. for that, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that, and that's, bro. like, I mean... <laughs> I remember... I was probably... Probably 12 years old. Me and my pops was going through a roadblock. And... He, his registration was in the glove box. He had a pistol in there, too. So he told me, he was like, uh, he said to the officer, "My, uh, it's in my glove box. But then remember, I'm sitting in the passenger seat, didn't remember he had a gun in there. So he said it's in the glove box instinctively. I just go to reach in the goddamn mm -hmm. glove box to pull the shit out and see the gun in there. And you know what I'm saying? Like at this point, because he has fucking coached me and guided me as how fucked up police are like i just i don't even i don't even see, i see the gun but i i completely ignore it mm -hmm. just move around that shit and pull the thing out hand it to him and he was like after we pulled off he was like son so you got ice in your veins man yeah, yeah. Sir. i was like yeah man that's that's how we were raised to know mm -hmm. that when you encounter police you have to know that they are trying to fucking do you some harm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have to know. Yeah, we know them better than we know them than they know themselves. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's that's one thing I think that like black people in general over a period of time has understood. You know, like you get pulled over by the cops, he already nervous. Like, period. Bro, nervous for it. Why are you shaking, bro? Shit. Yeah, but then but then just what I'm saying. Think about if it was uh, somebody that that lives in your community. You're gonna be you. Everybody gonna be chill at that yeah. point. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's why I think that's that's very that's important. Very that's very important. important. So you allow the community to hold them accountable That's very important. I've seen cops like that that are from the neighborhood and pull up and like, what yeah. the fuck y'all doing? What y'all doing? Y'all yeah. trying to hoop? Y'all trying to hoop? It's different when you know people. It's different. Yeah, bro, the crazy shit. Or you know their mom or right. Lisa or something. Like, boy, get your ass in the house. I know your mom. Put, right. a, I got pulled a human over connection in front of my auntie house. I got a house. question off of that. Yes, so okay. with the... <laughs> <laughs> Remo was in the middle of it. So, no, you have a question off of that. <laughs> <laughs> you better off that question. <laughs> no, I just don't. <laughs> I just know you, you say you're for the uh, legalization of marijuana. Absolutely. Are we a man? the bills to include minority like growers because it's like mm -hmm. it's a billion dollar industry that we get shut out of like we're the ones going to jail for shit but when it comes here because I think it's coming to Georgia they let it CBD go it's, it's, it's about to be legalized in Virginia dog it's oh, coming right. here come on, on it, down it's be the commonwealth is worse than here yeah, but I'm just saying, are there any legislations or amendments to the bill that includes minority owners or operators of the marijuana? When that happens, when, when they Great legalize question. it, they need to be, um, I feel like at least, or if I was in Congress, I would draft bills specifically for businesses, for minorities, for that specific purpose, because I can't, I forget the specific stat, but um, basically white people have totally, like, Dominated, like just just it's grab in the, the share, just grab like, the share of um majority of not right. majority most right. most to all um, marijuana businesses. Here. Meanwhile, when we try, oh, whatever, get out of here. Mm. And of course, um, you know, we get um institutionalized, forced things like that. So I want to do a, like a multifaceted bill, not just for the criminal justice system, but mainly for business owners. That way, a lot of minorities, black people, whoever whoever is considered minority, mainly black people, are able to get their hand into that business 
Texas as well. Yeah, I think San, San Francisco, not the whole state of California, but San Francisco specifically, I don't know if it's, it's on the county side or the city side, they um, specifically designated a certain number of the licenses Permits. to people um, two minorities with 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 marijuana convictions. Yeah. So they so they yeah. first they they released like sixty seven thousand people, or not released but cleared the records of like sixty seven thousand people Word. retroactively. That's right. And yeah. then um, a certain percentage of the licenses or the permits are reserved for minorities with marijuana convictions. Okay, yeah. That's dope. So this is, this is what I'm saying, like, we often look at, or we want equality, and I get, because we've been programmed to think that we need equality, but equality is not what we're looking for, we're looking for equity, equity. and so, and, and equitable opportunities. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're gonna give out, you know, this much to this group, then, you know, everybody needs to have that same opportunity, or at least make it easier for us all to have right. those opportunities. So that's what, like, those, those are the type of bills um, that I would wanna, like, implement in Congress, because if you just look at, just like our progress on a wide scale, there is there's equality, but there is no type of equity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. And right. that's that's that's, that's not a part right. of equality. Yeah, yeah, and that's a part of freedom. That's a part of liberty. That's a part of liberty. That's a part of all of that. Is, you know? If if it ain't equal, if we ain't at the table getting the money on, with man, the white folks, right. the fuck? That's real. Right. Like you said, sure. like you, you were saying like we need to if police fucking with somebody, we need to pull up. Like what's going on? I've mm -hmm. had those moments where it's like, I mean, I was coming out the movies, me and my wife, my my, my son. I, mean, I think they were back inside, and I saw this cop just fucking with this young dude. He had his daughter with him. He was like, give me your ID, like, just for no reason. He's like, man, I'm with my kid. And I, and I, I walked up, and I was like, nigga, you got an A for you. Let me get Nigga, let me sit. <laughs> let me walk on by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like. We want to. It's like, it's PTSD medicine. No, I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. We can't be afraid, though. We can't, we can't be afraid. Our, 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 our ancestors, like our great grandfathers, grandfathers, grandmothers, great grandmothers, put their life on the line. Right. You know what I'm saying? For us to even just be able to do have the freedoms that we have right now. So right. now it's time for us to do the same thing for the next generation. Because I don't have kids, but I don't want my kids to grow up watching TV and they're like, dang, he look like daddy. He just like I like, got murdered on TV. Right. Like absolutely not. Like, right. and that's. I'm saying like we are so, we're exposed to so many traumatic like images mm -hmm. and everybody else is like whatever mm -hmm. and it's not it's not fair it's not okay right. you know what I'm saying so right, so okay. that's why I feel like, like we have to do the work in-house first because everything um, externally isn't going to change because it's been that way right. so in order to make those necessary changes we got to change how we interact with each other we right. got to change you know yeah. how, how much we care about our communities mm -hmm. we got like, we see something wrong man you got to speak up because the moment you let something fly somebody's gonna do the same thing to you Right. Your car get broken into you like dang they like oh man that's messed up your car got broken into but then on the back end they like well my car, well, my car. right that's you us that's just how we do it hey, we on we on live right now we got a few questions uh, oh, what committees night. or committee would you uh, sit on if you was elected oh man the ways and the means um, committee um, man that's a, that's a great question it's like so many committees I'll be on um, ways and means is important. Because we're in Atlanta, I need to be on a committee dealing with infrastructure because I feel like our roads should be better. If um, Martyr should be way better than what it is. <laughs> Bro, I'm roads, to, like, one of my policies <laughs> is a Green New Deal. And um, I'm not necessarily for like specific things within like a lot of 
my, a lot of my colleagues who promote specific things, but I, one of the main things I think that our country should have is um, a nationwide rail system, like how to have a Europe. Yeah. That way you can reduce emissions, you can reduce the uses of um, carbon emissions, okay. plane usage, nice. driving, you know, and then we have, like our landmass isn't that big like Europe, so imagine if you can get on a train in two hours you'll be in LA. You know, right. then then it's it's um it's economically Athens efficient. The I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, economically efficient, but on ways and means, something with infrastructure, and um it's uh, I knew that question was gonna be asked. It's too it's too it's if it comes to me, I'll yeah. yeah it's so many, good. it's so many. It's cool. Tell them to follow his uh his page. I'm sure you got yeah. it on there. Oh, so I got I got a go question. Ahead, okay. No, go ahead. Mine is ridiculous. I was cause just because on the bare bones level, because a lot of people <laughs> like Ti and Killer Mike kind of. They talk political and then they say when people ask them who they should vote for, they start saying the person that has your interest, local interest at heart. But just honestly, is it it's Trump or fucking Biden? And we don't fuck with neither one of them. But my community is I'm afraid that we're going to be like, fuck that shit and not go nowhere. And Trump's going to win. You know what I'm saying? So it's like okay. we have to back this fool. You know what I'm saying? So nobody's Ooh, saying it. Yes. Though. Like, nobody's yeah. saying that eventually Ooh. we're going to have to vote for Biden. Yeah, no, you better be saying it. Cause shit, Trump ain't the one. Okay. <laughs> so, this, so this is how I see it. So think about it like this. Say you order steak. You can't just eat the steak, right? You can't just put it all in your mouth. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You got to cut it down. <laughs> you can't talk food analogies with the king. Debatable. And that's the podcast. How many ounces of right. steak? All right, so we're playing baseball. First, right. first, first right question, now. what cut of steak is, is, is it? Is it medium? Yeah. Is it medium? <laughs> okay. So basically I'm saying so, so, okay, so a lot, like, first and foremost, we got, we got to, I want to, I have to say this because I don't believe in voting for the lesser of two evils. I hate, okay. I hate, I hate that. And a lot of times, when when um, a presidents are elected, we're basically choosing a stab wound or a gunshot wound, mm. and it, it should be it should be neither. So. But we're in special circumstances because we got to get 45 out of office. This man just said today that um, told governors they were being too soft on the protesters. Right. When he just was saying they shouldn't go hard, they should go hard. They shouldn't have been going so hard on the white people that were just protesting. Oh, those are fine people. Those are fine people. When I ain't talking about the fine people, the racists he was talking about, I'm talking about the white people that was tired of being in the house and wanted a haircut and was bringing the ARs to the state house and shit. He was like, y'all need to just be easy on those guys. I mean, just. Yeah, so he needs to be out of office because for a commander in chief, he incites like he's inciting violence against his own citizens, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. So okay, so that's the first step. So stake, little piece. When we get that out now, let's say we get Biden in office. Now we have leverage, or we have the flexibility to, mm-hmm. to maneuver the way we need to maneuver. Because like I said, 45 is the first thing a lot of people want to do and get out of office. Not understand that. Mm-hmm. But then when we get um, you know a better president in in, in that respect, now we have um, the time and we have like or we will accumulate the resources to be able to like okay this is what we need to change this mm-hmm. is what we need to change this is what we need to change because the next four years now we should be having a different conversation now it should be like all right now is this person gonna really do do what we need to do for everyone right you know, like like we yeah. need to give our give ourselves the leverage leverage to make better choices mm-hmm. when right. it comes to the president Right. For sure, and we right. need some better uh, people running that got some Good power. Good God, running. he said That's if all. you ain't if you ain't black, if you don't vote for him, it's like, bro, he was right, man, but he can't say that. You can't, can't say, say that. that. <laughs> like, what you doing, it's dog? Make, it's like it seems so it seems strategic to, for us it, it, to not vote. It's he like, he's yeah. better off just 
just pulling a Kanye. Hey, yo, Trump don't like bl black people, so if you vote for him, you wildin'. <laughs> you, that would have been a much better way to say Trump it. Trump clearly Trump don't shows like you, don't bro. fuck with like, y'all. Yeah, I say you don't vote for me, cool, but if you vote for Trump, you tripping. I mean, I ain't gonna be real. Like, I, like, I, because, you know, that's been uttered before, it wasn't a big deal. I just felt like you can't say that on a stage like that. No. You're not supposed to say that, so I felt like he was wrong, but mm. at the end of the day, like, I, I just didn't like how a lot of, um, you know, white commentaries were telling us how we should feel about that. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's the thing that, I, I really, I really get disappointed in um, a lot of people who call themselves like political commentators and things of that nature. Because right. oftentimes, what they do is they look at it, they look at blackness like a monolith, and it's not a monolith. It's different. It's different man. types of black people. We are way diverse. Man. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. so it's it's not right for them to do that at all. Right. And yeah. so um yeah like. He was, you know, he was real when he said it, but he just shouldn't have been said on a national platform like that. You got to read your crowd, man. As a comedian, yeah. from one comedian to another orator. He's yeah, seen man. Read, man. Like, read your he, audience. No, he oh, seemed man. like he didn't even yeah, want to do it, though. That's <laughs> yeah. Did you see the video when he farted on, um... No. Oh, no! <laughs> he farted! <laughs> I missed that one, man. That's something I, <laughs> I ain't gonna front. Hey, he hated on Bernie. Do you, do you feel like Bernie would have had better... Solution. Bernie, Bernie, his whole pla Bernie's platform was amazing. However, I don't, I'm, I don't, I really don't agree with socialism, especially being a black man, because I feel like my my marriage is supposed to take me as high as it, high as it go. And a lot of his um, supporters sometimes say a lot of outlandish things. But as far as his policies, like Medicare for all, that's one of my policies. Only I switch it up a bit with um, I call it universal health care because mm -hmm. I feel that there needs to be um, a public option because you have a lot of homeless people that can't even go to the hospital to get checked out all because I don't have a job. Why right. why, does, why do I have to have a job for my welfare, for my, my health, health to be taken yeah, care of? Right. However, Canada did it. Facts. Mm -hmm. However, we do live in a capitalist society. So for facts. example, if I'm like, yo, if I, if I know like I can go to the doctor, don't have to wait, and I just mm -hmm. pay this nice little $20, $50. I'm going raw. I'm, I'm going to rock it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to no. say that. I was like, whoa. No, Absolutely not. I heard I, I heard you. Don't say that with me. <laughs> nah, I said I rock it. You know what I'm saying? Hey, set me up. For the record, I said rock. I said I rock. For the he record, definitely for the record. He said I rock it. For the record, yeah. But like at the end of the day, when it comes to like healthcare. The costs need to be substantially lower, man. You know oh, what I'm saying? God. Like you got people paying five hundred dollars for insulin. Like, that's ridiculous, man. Bro. This is like their lives on the line, right. and they have to like spend a fortune. And this is the thing, like, this is but, why. But anybody know, can get a. <laughs> well, Obama phone. She put it to that. Yeah, she put it to that. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why, like, I'm. I hate that the pandemic has caused a lot of lives to be lost, mm -hmm. but it's really shown us the truth about our nation. Like yeah. our government dropped the ball. Like one of my policies, mm -hmm. and I'm you might as well just segue mm -hmm. into it. That's what I just about to ask you. Yeah, get your yeah so one of my policies, um, um, outside of universal health care, universal guarantee income. And so I don't know if you guys wow. are familiar with Andrew Yang. That's cool. yes. Okay, so this Gross. is what, he, was, he was pushing the freedom dividend, but this was this was um this ideology has been around for a long time, but MLK championed this as well. Mm. And this is why it's very important because this would be do this would do well down here. But basically Andrew Yang wants to give a thousand dollars is a freedom dividend. I want to make an increase because I feel like um Dang we need enough. to come to some type of social agreement that nobody, no human being in this nation that's so abundant should live on a poverty line. Mm -hmm. So it just increases a little bit. But wait, basically, with universal guaranteed income, um, you'll be paid out a specific amount, $1,000, $1,100, $1,200, $1,200, excuse me, um, 
a month for the rest of your life when you turn 18 years old. And the reason this is so good, this is so um, such a good policy, and I pair it with universal healthcare, and I call it the people's bailout. And the reason I call it the people's bailout is because, just think about this for a second. If you knew that you're gonna have $1,200 or $1,300 coming in every month, not to mention that you have access to lower or free healthcare costs, you make better decisions for yourself at that time. Yeah. Say, for example, you, you hate your job. You hate your job, and you know for a fact you're gonna get money coming in. You're like, man, I ain't really gotta do this. Yeah. But check this out, for the black community, we can all pull our resources. Guess what, it's five of us at the table? That's five grand mm -hmm. to us to do put towards anything, anything. we want to. Facts. And then if it fails, guess what? It's Got coming right next, next month. month. Yeah. You know what New I'm saying? New business plan. On, Absolutely. Now. You know what they can put it to? Right. What's that? A drive-in comedy show. Hey. Hey. <laughs> At the Black and Worry Social Business Comedy and Movie Show. Very good, ladies and go. gentlemen. So that was amazing. What's uh, there, are there any other positive? We ain't want to hit. We hey, it's been dope talking to you first and foremost. I want to know more about this marijuana reform. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, There's okay, been more, okay. more different um, policies. Term limits. Get term limits is very important. I feel like for me to do what I need to do, it's gonna take me five terms to ten years, and then I'm moving on to the next office. We have like uh, career politicians mm -hmm. that are in office that have been basically um, getting getting fed all on the backs of us as right. people. And um, another thing with term limits is that's so important to me is because you need to um, revitalize the 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 node of democracy with the people. People. Right now, um, we're supposed to be a democratic nation, being able to decide our face, but we don't be able to decide our face. It's often um, because of the classist ideals that are found within our nation. Mm -hmm. the, the rich get to decide things for us, and that's not right. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, man, I got so many other policies, but I'm, I don't want to like get into it. Those are, those are my top three, which is okay. important. Also, uh, marijuana legalization. Like I think that, um, let me add on to that. I want to legalize hemp as well. Come on legalize now. hemp. Oh, come on now. You legalize hemp, it opens up. Um, it's a lot of industry. Yeah. You, hemp yeah, is, first, yeah, hemp is legal here, I thought. No. Nope. That's crazy. No. CBD is. CBD is, but hemp. You can't even make hemp. no pants in Georgia. Yeah. It's hemp. I thought, yeah, I thought I was, I was. I guess I'm, I'm wrong. No, no, it's not. It's not, yeah, I thought, no. I thought it's not you, hemp. brother. Because if, you, if it was, think about it. If hemp was legal gas stations. CBD got legal. I started seeing it in the gas station. Yeah, immediately, so they gonna legal, capitalize. We wouldn't have to. Uh, there would be. It would like basically end deforestation. You wouldn't need like to, mm -hmm. to cut down trees for paper and right, everything. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's a cheaper but stronger material than a lot mm -hmm. of a lot of papers. Like it, hemp just makes sense on a hemp is the reason marijuana is illegal. Yeah. So that lets you know that so why you need to bring it back up. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. They was losing like, too much. It's economically it makes sense. You mm -hmm. know, and that's like a lot of my policies just make sense on like what's best for the people, what's best for the greater good of everybody. Mm -hmm. Because it's like at the end of the day, as much as I care about the progress of my people as a congressman, I have to worry about a, a whole six figure, a six figure people in this district. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and I've always said this since the beginning of my run, people have to understand that anything that's good for black people is going to be automatically good for the rest of the nation. Mm -hmm. Because just how the the racial hierarchy is when it comes to wealth, when it comes to social justice and everything, if you if you lift up the bottom, everybody yeah. else is gonna go up too. Yeah. Right, That's why it's the no trickle up, man. Yeah. Ronald Tri Reagan, <laughs> right. trickle down. That. Yes, yeah. There's no the only thing is trickle down on the problems. Coronavirus right. happened. Who took? Who were? Who instantly went in a matter people. of two who to three weeks? Who became asymmetric? Come on, man. Four people. Four right. people. Minorities. So so uh, we had a few more questions for you. Go. Uh, what district again? Um, are you district running? Five. District, district five. five. All right, yes. District five. And um, are you real life distinguished gentlemen? That's fucked up because the question that I was gonna ask was, <laughs> "Will you cut me off?" 
Hey, welcome to the show. Was what? Your first show. Right. You felt the. Have you taken from the underrated Eddie Murphy movie? Distinguished gentleman. Hey, he only thirty-two, man. He ain't seen never seen distinguished gentleman. Fuck no. You can't be a black man running for Congress and not see distinguished gentleman. Well, we gotta put him on to it. You can't talk to him like that. Come on now. He got a curly box. You can stream distinguished that's a dream of mine. No, but no, seriously, Eddie Murphy was in Distinguished Gentleman. He actually had the same hairstyle. He was running for president. He was running for Congress. He did it. He never showed his face. He went to them old people and was like, what was his name? Yeah, he didn't want to know his name. He didn't know his It was a congressman that was the incumbent that died. Okay. And they had the same name. Oh, and man. so he just ran as if he was him. What year did this come out? This came out in like probably 90 something. It was after Boomerang. Yeah, he was learning oh, how to yeah. dribble, y'all. He was in third grade. <laughs> he was outside, right hand, left hand at that time, but guys. But if you do, if you, you, should, um, you should have campaign curl sponges. Boy. <laughs> That'll be hard. Ronnie's the king of merchandising, so if you want to put one in the coffee campaign. Boy, what? Let me get that. Let me get that. What you thinking? You're thinking. But this is the thing, though. Yeah. You on your dean. I don't have to use a sponge, though. That's why I like it. What are you saying? To, to put it out there. Like, <laughs> Nigga, Mike. Let me use a <laughs> Who uses curl sponge? Hey, man. Us. Hey, I do. That's how you get these. Not me, not me. Not me. Not me. I don't use shit myself. I do be walking by the curl sponge is like go straight to the beard or straight to the beard. Now we appreciate your time, man, for sure, man. Thank you for coming through. Is there one last thing that you want to make sure that you say to anybody that may watch this or watch this in the future that you need to let them know about yourself? Absolutely. Um the election, the primary, excuse me, is next week, next Tuesday. So a week and a day from today. due to the pandemic, I don't ask anybody for money. I don't I disagree with that because everybody's struggling everybody's trying to make you know their ends meet however all i ask is that you tell five people about me i have to give me five initiatives so if you mm -hmm. if you like what i'm saying if you like my policies if you like anything that i stand for and you believe that there could be a better future for all of us mm. tell five people about me and then make sure they each of them tell five people about me right. well, there mm. it is you know right. i am yeah, trickle up we about to be posting you man. vote for the dude who look like nate robinson <laughs> 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 Hopefully you get to pull up on June 6th with us at the summit. Yeah, yeah, oh, definitely, I'm definitely, definitely. I'm yeah. gonna be there. We'll give you a chance to talk to everybody Appreciate that's there, Appreciate man. It. We would love to have you. Thank Make you. sure you come. There, and are, are we gonna end it how we normally end it? Oh yeah, man, we can. Uh, so you we do too. Huh? You know we film it again after this. Oh no, yeah, I got, I got, uh, one. I got. One. Oh yeah. Yeah, we normally do this. Uh, I ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah. so, sometimes it be like. Sometimes it don't be shit. But yeah. Um, so we like to end the show with a segment we call Secret Genius Life Coach, where I give the people some words of wisdom, get through the week, get to the next episode. I am Kamal the Secret Genius, and the words of the week are this. These words actually come from by Marley, by way of Haile Selassie. Those words are this. Until the philosophy that holds one man superior and another inferior are finally and permanently discredited and abandoned, everywhere is war. Mm. And that's all I got. Man, fight the power. Real.
That's that was real. nice. That's dope. That's dope. Y'all vote for Barrington. Barrington. Yeah. Come see him in person. Let's get a flick. Yo, Tyler got that same. Everybody on live. He pull up. Short sleeve. More than culture is the brand. This is the podcast. Kamal the Secret Genius, Remo Rod, Tyler Chronicles, Ronnie Jordan, special guests. Barrington Martin, Martin, Martin II. We're going to go ahead and call him Congressman. Yeah, let's go ahead and start calling A distinguished gentleman. Vote, I the the distinguished too. gentleman from Atlanta. Hey, my research consists of see you black. I ain't going to lie to y'all. See you black, yeah. But see, that's what's fucked up, though. Because if I was in the booth... And I didn't know, and I was I'm, I go off names. Barrington is going. Barring no, I would I would assume you was Caribbean. Are you Caribbean? Okay, I would. Yeah, I would assume I would assume you was Caribbean, and I would I would vote for you. But we out, man. <laughs>